0: Hey, this is Greg McAfee, and welcome to The Greg McAfee Show. Now, let's get started. Hi, and welcome back to The Greg McAfee Show, where we discuss steps to successful entrepreneurship, how to take your business to new heights, and ultimately follow your dreams. And today, we're going to be discussing part two of Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. So we talked last week about several things that are in the book, especially thinking, thinking positive, dreaming, imagining things, all those types of things. Good stuff. Got to have it. You're not going to get very far if you don't. Today we're going to be discussing a, a couple other things that we have to have or in some cases we can't have. And the first one is procrastination. And Napoleon Hill talks about this, you know, almost 100 years ago. Procrastination will kill a business that will take you under. Procrastinating is just waiting around and not being able to make a decision. It's probably one of the main reasons most people aren't satisfied with their lives and why they don't reach a certain level of success. You know, I've not had to set an alarm clock since my Marine Corps days. I don't know why. It's just a habit. Um, I wake up somewhere between 4:30 and 5, and uh, I have got into the habit of getting up. When I wake up in those times, very rare, will I roll back over for a few minutes because I know if I do, it's not going to be good. Okay, so. Um, when I did set an alarm, you know, I got out of the Marine Corps, um, when I did set an alarm and sometimes I would wake up before several times, I would wake up before it went off and I would shut it off. Um, but if it did happen to go off, I would think in my mind, opportunity buzzer. This is another opportunity to have another day of life. And it's another opportunity to do many things. So, um, like him or not, but uh, President Trump um, different than most people only requires somewhere between three and five hours of sleep a night. And if you've read any of his books, uh, he talks uh, and, and I, I believe it's the art of the deal, which we're not talking about today, but that would great that would be a great topic to talk about. Um, but he said, he's got the advantage on his competitors because he's already got somewhere between two and three hours, um, of extra hours a day, uh, to work on his business or in the last, uh, four years of his, uh, presidency to work on our country. Uh, so he was typically up somewhere around 3 AM in his office, um, working away. And, uh, I don't know. I got a lot out of that. And, uh, he, he's also the one that says when I wake up, I get up and, uh, there's no sense in laying there. And, uh, so I learned, I learned something from every book I read. I wish I could, uh, retain a lot more than what I do. Uh, but I definitely retain that and I put it to work. And, uh, so how do we, how do we overcome procrastination? Uh, how do we overcome procrastination? Well, first of all, like any problem we have, we have to first admit we have a problem. And uh, you have to realize if you're delaying things all the time and not wanting to put them into action, that you've probably got a problem with procrastination. Um, Ask people around you. They will tell you if you do. Um, Sometimes a perfectionist can procrastinate more than others because they want it done a certain way, and they they are almost afraid to pull the trigger to make it happen because it might not be done perfectly. And I'll tell you, I learned a long time ago that great can be the enemy to good. Now I will use uh, you know some examples in in my job. You know, we um, we've we've tried to do an installation like it's artwork and make it look good, make it be safe, you know, make it uh, run well, all those types of things. But sometimes, um, you know, we might have we might have someone who um, gets done a little quicker, is able to go on to another job. So we look at that job and we go, you know, it it is not perfect. However. It is really good, and it passes the codes. It passes the safety checks. It's it's good. Okay, um, another hour or two. It could have been perfect, but then you have to weigh out what's perfect, and you have to decide: is it worth is it worth losing another two hours a day, ten hours a week, on trying to be perfect or trying to serve the customer and get to as many installations as we can. So um, if you're a perfectionist, you probably struggle with procrastination and you, you, you actually have to motivate yourself. You, uh, we all do, whether we're perfectionists or not, we have to motivate ourselves um, to complete a task and we have to schedule it. I mean, I don't, there's not a whole lot that gets done in my life If it's not on a schedule, if it's not on a list. And I'm more likely to get it accomplished quicker if it is on a list because I like to cross it off. So they talk a lot about in the book about motivating yourself to complete the task and then having some sort of reward for completing the task. And then that can be, you know, that could be anything taking my wife out to dinner, gonna buy the team lunch um having donuts in the morning for the team saying thanks, whatever it is, you can come up with your own. Um, so if you're putting off a task because you're tired um then you know then it's time to maybe you need some rest maybe you need a couple of days off, I don't know maybe you need a week off. I don't know whatever it is. Um, um, but it, you should you shouldn't be tired as a business owner who, um, that I talk to the most in, on this podcast, you know, I, I hate to say this or I don't hate to say this, but some people will take it wrong as a business owner. We don't have time to be tired. Honestly, we've got a lot to do. There's a lot to accomplish. Um, and if you're taking the right amount of time off or getting done at a certain time of the day, um, you know, yeah, you're going to be tired some days, but not every day. Okay. If you're tired every day, you need to go to the doctor. Okay. And, um, I also recommend breaking things into groups. It's just a lot easier when you break a task into, uh, groups of what needs to be done. Um, and then also delegate, have someone, you know, have someone help you do this task, uh, to get it off your plate. And that's very important. You know, uh, delegating is very important. We've talked about it several times. Um, so remember, never let perfect get in the way of better or really good. Something else they talk about in the book, how to improve uh, you and your company is to be part of a mastermind alliance. Uh, be part of an inner group uh, a selected of selected people. And uh, I always say, make them smarter than you. You know? Um so, in a mastermind, so you can have vision, desire, um, knowledge, imagination, and basically a great question. I always ask, "What's next?" You know, um, we're not going back to normal. We're not going back to the old way anymore. What's next? And that's what we be, need to be looking forward to. And if you're part of a mastermind, you're gonna be you're gonna find out what's next because you're gonna you're going to R&D, we call it, rob and duplicate some of the ideas that you learn in your mastermind group. And, uh, you know, surround yourself with like-minded people. Um, You know, they say that the five people you hang around with, you become like them. Well, you know, make sure there are people that you want to become like. Uh, Make sure they're smarter than you. Make sure they're highly motivated, make sure they are, they have integrity, of course, and, and make sure they've made things happen. You know what I mean? I mean, I don't want to hire a business coach. If I have 40 trucks, I don't want to hire a business coach that has 10. Okay. He hasn't done the, he hasn't surpassed the 20 or she hasn't surpassed the 30 trucks yet where I've already been done that. Okay, so I'm, if, I'm, if I have 40 trucks, I'm going to hire someone who either has 80 or 100 trucks at least and um, or hang with them or be part of their mastermind alliance because that's who I want to learn from. They've been there, done that. So I want to learn that and, and be careful also um, when you're hiring business coaches or business groups. There's so many of them today in my world of HVAC you know, be careful. A lot of those guys have never been in business. They never started their own business. You know, they've, they've never done what you've done already. So how are they going to take you to the next level? Yeah, they have a lot of good information. It's a lot of good in writing, but I'll I'll tell you what, the best information comes from someone who's been there, done that and knows how to do it again. Okay. Um, I'm sure they have, there's a lot of people that join these different groups for a lot of money per year and more power to you, but there's nothing better than a coach, um, a consultant who's been there, done that and done it well, nothing better. So the mastermind, it's great to have people that have been there in the trenches with you. Like I said, you know, Will Rogers said that a person can learn two ways. Um, he said you can learn by reading, um, And you can learn by association with smarter people. So you can learn by reading, and I read a lot, and I've read a lot of books, and I'm sure you have too. We can learn by reading, or we can learn a lot by associating with people who have been there, done that, or know how to do it well. All my coaches were not in heating and air conditioning, but all my coaches have been in business for themselves and have been very successful at. Something else for the Mastermind Alliance is it helps you uh, to be held accountable. You know, rarely do you succeed when the only person you have to answer to is yourself. You need to answer to other people. They're going to hold you accountable more. There's power in speaking your dreams and your goals with other people as well. And when you do that, it's like a new level of drive, Uh becomes part of you it's a new level of drive and it drives you to be more to improve and to be better and if they can do it I can do it and to be more like them and I just want you to think about that because you know you can you can only go so far on your own it takes other people um, who are doing things better than you so you can look at that and you can do if he can do it I can do it if she can do it I can do it it doesn't matter. And then we just need to network with the right people. Um, You know, when we hold our boot camps in uh, little Dayton, Ohio, um, in in our building facility, um, and this is the second building I've had that we have built training rooms and facilities for holding uh, boot camps, business boot camps and training. And I always say something like... um, you know, we're, we're not holding this in Los Angeles. Um, we're not holding this in uh, Cancun. Um, we're, we're holding this in Dayton, Ohio. And if you want to go to a place and party, then you go and you waste your time and you waste your money and you take time away from your family and all that stuff. Go get them. But if you come to Dayton, Ohio for a Greg McAfee boot camp, I mean, there's not a whole lot to do here. There is, but there's not going to be a whole lot to do here in two days. And you're not coming for the weather, uh, so you're coming here to learn how to grow your business. And if that's what you want to do, then this is a great place to attend. That's what I say when I hold the boot camps. You know, um, we're we're just not out there advertising this glorious place. And I don't go somewhere and rent someplace in a really nice climate. Um, if that's the only thing that gets you to a boot camp, I don't know. You you better check yourself because you know I go to learn. I go to grow, and I go to see what else other people are doing. I don't care about the weather. It can be zero degrees outside. As long as it's 70 inside and I'm learning, I'm good to go. So think about that. So we need to network with the right people. So, you know, when you network with the right people, it's pretty clear uh, biblically. In Proverbs thirteen twenty. it says, "...he who walks with the wise will be wise." but the companion of fools will be destroyed. So you can network with anyone you want. But if your circle's full of successful alcoholics, then don't be disappointed. Okay. But if your success, if your circle, your success circle is full of achievers and people that think like you and act like you, man, you're in a good group. Um, you're, you know, you're, you're just going to become what's in your group. Remember that you hang, you, you, the five people you hang with, that's who you become. So who's ever in your group and you know, if, if they're, if they're alcoholics, you'll probably be alcoholics. Um, and that's just how it works, folks. So be careful who you hang around. Um, he who walks with the wise becomes wise. Uh, I want to surround myself with wise people and people who have been there, done that, know how to do it again. And uh, another byproduct of the Master Alliance, which is talked about in the book Think and Grow Rich, um, you grow faster. You just naturally grow faster. Now I've really been i really put a lot of thought to this because I used to preach slow growth, slow growth, slow growth. And I still do in some cases when I'm coaching certain people who are growing too fast because I've always been taught by people smarter than me, um, fast growth will take you out of business more than lack of capital will. And uh, fast growth is not the healthiest growth. Growth. I'm I'm probably an example of slow growth and I know what it did for me. However, in today's world with the business growth techniques that are used and in very hot climates, um you can be very successful and grow a lot faster than I did. So I'm not going to sit here and tell you that you got to grow slow. If you're growing slow, who cares? You know, I mean I I in Dayton, Ohio, where it gets you know, it might get 90 degrees and it might get zero for a little while, but not very long. Um, You can grow slow all day long and be extremely a healthy running company, you know, after 10, 15 years. Now there's a lot of people in Southwest Florida and uh, Las uh, Las Vegas and uh, California who can grow they can hit that $10 million mark faster than I can comprehend. Okay. Uh, I'm not even going to say how, if I say, if I say four years, there's probably someone now doing it in two. So I have no idea. I can't comprehend that. Not, not in my world. So it will help you grow faster when you hang around smart people who's been there, done that, have a lot of great ideas and can give you some great advice. See, that's, Part of being in a mastermind alliance is you're sharing ideas. And you say, well, if, if I only have smarter people than me in my group, you know, what do I have to offer? Well, trust me, you have a lot to offer. Um, you wouldn't be in the group if they didn't think you had something to offer. Um, but you're also going to pull a lot out of the group. Um, I have been in groups with companies half my size and took um, a whole notebook page of ideas that this this particular business owner was doing, and it was extremely good stuff. And uh, again, you can learn from anyone if you're open to learning. If, uh, if you just think they need to be bigger, then again, you're going to be disappointed because bigger doesn't mean a whole lot to me. Um, you know, solid um, hiring and solid marketing and advertising, um, keeping people long-term, making a good profit. you got then I, that, that can get my attention a lot more than just bigger. So that's good stuff. And we could probably go on and on about that, hanging with the right people. Um, it does good in school, in high school. You hang with the right people, you'll make better choices, and it does good as uh, business people as well, uh, hanging around uh, successful business people. All right, the last one we're going to talk about today, which is out of the book, and we will end today, the part two we're going to end today, um, is fear. And I think a lot today about fear Uh, just because of the COVID-19 has just put a lot of fear in people that never used to be as afraid of things as they are today. And, you know, a lot of people today are still afraid to go in somewhere without a mask. And they're afraid, uh, depending on what part of the country you're in, you know, they're afraid to go in with a group of people, like at a basketball game. Um or a football game, whatever it is, but basketball games typically inside and you're you're next to people and they're fully sold out tickets and nobody, probably 95% of people in there are not wearing a mask. Now that's getting back as close to normal as possible that I like personally, Um, but there's a lot of fear about that. There's a lot of fear. Um, So in business, as you grow... There's a lot of fear. I talked to someone the other day, and and they're pretty fearful about that next step of growth, about hiring this certain position, or you know, putting someone out, putting one more person out in the field where they don't feel they could manage them well. Fear, uh, that's fear, and it fear. Some fear is okay. Too much fear, not okay. Um, But it's the toughest opponent in the road to financial, mental, and spiritual success, and that's fear. And fear stops a lot of people from becoming their best, um, and it will also try to stop you if you let it. So, you know, um, Napoleon Hill talked about different levels um, of fear that he considered the worst ones. And one of them was the fear of poverty. Um, Poverty and wealth can't coexist. Uh, You either want one or you want the other. And uh, now we're not talking here about just constantly chasing money. Because if you constantly chase money, you're going to be constantly chasing it forever. Um, but But we are talking about success. We are talking about growth. And we all are talking about wealth uh, because that's the byproduct of those three things. You will accumulate wealth, Uh, taking care of people, serving them well, that will equate to wealth. And you have to have a desire to become successful, to become wealthy, uh, financially stable, and then, you know, refuse the, the poverty uh, mindset. Well, my parents were poor and their parents were poor. I'll probably be poor. Well, you probably will. You know, if you think like that, you know, you got to step out. You got to be different. You got to make things happen. You're in, If you're in business or you're thinking about being in business, you, you've got to think differently. You You know, this can be done. There's a lot of us that have done it. Uh, Two hundred seventy-four dollars in a used truck's where I started out. Did not have a family of wealth. Did not have a well-known name. Did not was not even from Dayton, Ohio. Nobody knew me. I didn't even have like, you know, high school uh, friends or school friends that actually knew Greg McAfee. So. You know, starting out, my phone wasn't, I'll call Greg because I went to school with him. I didn't have that advantage even. So the, the fear of poverty um, is, is a big one. Number two is fear of criticism. You know, um, if, I, if I leap out and I try this, um, what if I fail? Um, and then criticism, right? I told you, I told you you would fail. Um, you know, if you ever watch, uh, the movie about, uh, Rudy, who was a walk-on for Notre Dame, uh, his dad tried, he, he wanted to go walk on at Notre Dame and his dad tried to get him to stay, um, in the small hometown they were from. And, um, he, you know, his dad said, um, there's nothing wrong with being a Rudiger. You know, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna work in the, um, the factories, the coal mines. There's nothing wrong with being a Rudiger. And his dad said something like, your de- your brothers are taking over plant one and they're doing well. And he basically looked at him and said, I'm not them. And he got up and walked away, got on the bus and went to Notre Dame and became a walk-on and was the only walk-on in Notre Dame history that played um, – at the time, played and um, they carried him off the field, um, you know, as a walk-on. So anyway, you have to watch the movie. I've watched it several times, and uh, it's a great movie. But fear of criticism will take you down. Rudy was not afraid to be criticized. Um, he had a friend named Pete. Pete was a, his encourager. Unfortunately, Pete died, but uh, Pete would encourage Rudy to go go do it follow your dreams. Don't worry about being criticized. Someone will always criticize you. There's someone out there always who will criticize you. And they um, are a lot of times, they're just jealous. It's envy. Uh, They couldn't do it, so they don't want you to do it. And unfortunately, there's a lot of people out there like that. But who cares? Criticize me all you want. I'm still moving forward. I'm still going to make this happen. And uh, years later, later, you will thank yourself uh, for continuing on and not quitting. Don't let fear get in the way. Um, the critics do have um, a profound effect even from the time we're young to the time we're older. Don't let them rob you of your power, your positive thinking, your uh, self-confidence, and your independent thinking. Um, you got to be a, you got to be an independent thinker. Uh, But again, surrounding yourself with people who think like you, that's going to help you. And that's going to give you motivation and encouragement and everything else we talked about. Um, But also um, people fear um, ill health, especially today. COVID-19, we're worrying about uh, dying when um a very small portion actually die of covid alone i told you my wife had covid pneumonia totally different than just covid although there have been people died of covid covid pneumonia whew, that's bad uh it's a lot worse but fear of ill health it it um, you know it it gets in the way it will stop you and uh it will um make you very pessimistic about everything that you're trying to do also you know the uh fear of not being liked you know peer pressure not being liked if i do this i i won't i won't be liked i won't be appreciated um if i leave the group and i go do something different i won't be liked Um, you know, if you're just worrying about being liked, then you're going to have a hard time in business uh, because there have been several times in business that I have not been liked. Uh, But it did not stop me from continuing on with my goals and continuing on with success. And in the book, they talk about fear of old age, uh, fear of not looking as good as you did at one time, all those types of fears and even fear of death. So, if you just sit around and you clog your mind with the fears that we talked about today, it's really going to hold you back from being successful. It's going to it's going to hold you back from being the person that God made you to be, that you're able to be, but you've allowed yourself, you've allowed fear to get in the way. And you've allowed it to basically clog or cloud your mind with negative. And it's hard to break that chain of negativity, but it can be done. And if you ask the most successful people with the most successful businesses, they will tell you that they've had some fears, but the fears didn't hold them back. They didn't allow them to hold them back to be successful or to be who they needed to be or wanted to be or could be who God created them to be. So Napoleon Hill, remember, he interviewed several hundred of the most successful people in that time, who most of them were multimillionaires at that time. And he interviewed them at a 25-year job of interviewing all these people and, and writing this book. And, you know, what, what comes away from this is talk about learning from the best of the best. Learning from people who um, had those fears, um, surrounded themselves with smart people, thought differently than everyone else you know, if you just want to be in a company in your trade, if you just want to do what everybody else does, then that's about as far as you're going to get. Because I think, and I think uh, the in heating and air conditioning in the, in, as a national um, percentage, um, the average heating and air conditioning company has less than six employees. Now that's average. And there's, I know some with 500. I know some with 2,000. I know some with 3,000. But the average in America, HVAC companies have less than six employees. And again, nothing wrong with that. If that's all you want to do and, and you can make a good living with that and support your family and have enough people to cover for you when you go on vacations and all that kind of stuff and that's working for you, then go get them. However, most people that I coach want don't want that. They want to get to the 12, the 18, the 30 employees. So if you just hang around other people with six employees, that's probably as far as you're going to get. And if you just hang around those types of people, the ideas you get are probably going to be, as far, that is, that's as far as you're going to get with six or seven employees, whatever it is. But when you start thinking different, you hang around different people, Hang around smarter people than you, read books on people who have taken things to the next level, much higher than you. You will learn how to grow your company, think differently, think and grow rich, how to be wealthy and how to handle it at the same time. There is a trick to that. Not everybody can do it. If they could, everybody who won the lottery would be wealthy for the rest of their lives. Instead of average, it's spent somewhere between three and seven years, they're broke again. So there is a difference. There is there is a way to handle wealth. Okay, wrapping it up. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, don't forget to like and subscribe below. You can also support this podcast by rating and reviewing on iTunes or your preferred listening platform. Keep listening because it helps you grow your company, helps you think differently. And as always, it helps you sleep better at night. When we sleep better at night, we can get a lot more accomplished during the day, especially if you're getting up when you wake up, right? Um, Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at the Greg McAfee show, no spaces no underscores. And be sure to tune in next week because we're going to be talking about what benefits as a company should I offer and how. Uh, So hope you can tune in. Thanks for listening. And as always, carry on and have a great day.